Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning, winning try. After wins, me and Ruff, me and Rita do our pats on the hat, uh, giving out our game balls, but obviously this wasn't a win. Not a lot of pats uh, on the hat to give out. So instead, especially after a game like this, choose to hear from the people um got a lot of people tweeting me on twitter at cordell woodland uh telling me their feelings after the ravens loss i'll read a couple of them here um this one is from uh at i at wish i had met tupac a lot of us do um he (laughs) says i feel like harbaugh's coaching has cost this team at least six games the last two years mike tomlin coaches every game like it's a playoff game Tomlin runs the ball over and over to run the clock and be and, and punts when needed, and he doesn't try 55-yard field goal tries. So to that, because I've had to kind of – everybody after these losses, Tim, you know this as you, you guys take calls on your show as well, everybody wants to fire the coach after a loss. And I'm not trying to sit here and say John Harbaugh doesn't have dirt on his hands after this loss. They all do. They all do. But I'm a firm believer of players play the game. And outside of situations where, as you mentioned, uh, was it the Colts game where the Zay Flowers situation where he calls, where he fair catches it? Okay, that's a coaching decision. Um, today, you can make the argument that maybe they got away from the run. They didn't run with Keaton Mitchell as much as you would have liked. I can buy all that. That said, despite those two things, this team – had a 14 point lead in overtime and in the fourth quarter, you've got turnovers, you've got missed tackles, you've got unnecessary penalties. It's only, but so much I can put on the coach. And I don't do the what if game. I don't do the, if Tomlin was here and all that's, I'm not even going to get into that, but the whole 55 yard thing, Mike Tomlin doesn't have the greatest kick, kicker in, of all time. I mean, you got Justin Tucker. Yeah. You're going to throw him out there. And, and not to mention Cordell, look, 
it, it, it's kind of funny because in Baltimore, you always have the calls about people like calling for John Harbaugh's head. In Pittsburgh, they've been calling for Mike Tomlin's head yep. for a minute. I mean, yep. you look at since the 2011 season, so after they made the Super Bowl loss to the Packers, Steelers been to one AFC championship game. Steelers mm-hmm. have not won a playoff game since, I want to say, 2018, 2017. But uh, keeping it with the Ravens at this point, and I'm by no means demeaning Mike Tomlin, but just, you know, talking about that tweet. Look, John Arbaugh, he's not throwing a pass that's getting tipped in the air and they get intercepted by the Browns and ran back for a touchdown. You know, John Arbaugh's not throwing an interception with a miscommunication by Rashad Bateman. John Harbaugh is not defensively blowing a two-score lead in the fourth quarter. Now, did was this the perfectly coached game? No, but is there ever a perfectly coached game? Right. And I, I'm with you. I think, look, there are absolutely times where you can give John Harbaugh grief, but today, man, I, coaching, I, I don't know. I can't really yeah. bang on John Harbaugh for today. Yeah, I mean, and like I said, I, I, I don't think John is absolved of any responsibility. <laughs> They're all, all of them. All of them are. Um, I, I, it's just only but so far I can go with that in a game like that. The players, they're deciding it. They're, they're the ones that's deciding the outcome in that. So I, I got to give more of the responsibility to the players. And not just because of this game. I just think in general, that's the way I, I kind of operate. It's only but so much they can do. Here's another text from at Maryland Sports Chat. Uh, he says, what reason are they playing Marcus Williams through the injury? Seeing Geno played less for him and he can't even use the upper half of his body on tackles. And Tim, we talked about this earlier. We've seen it with Marcus Williams before uh, earlier in the season. He makes a couple of business decisions depending on what side he has to make that tackle on. If It looks like it's his, it's his left peck uh, that he's got heavily wrapped. He can't do much with it. And we saw it happen a couple of times. David Njoku's coming right at him, and he's kind of trying to pull him down as opposed to tackling him. How much did that impact the defense, Marcus Williams being on the field more and getting less of Geno Stone, who leads the league in interceptions? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, look, I'm with you. I want to see the snap distribution when it comes out in a few hours, maybe tomorrow morning. But, like, that's always a thing where you can go back to, I believe, the Lions game where Marcus Williams made a hell of a play to break up a pass, but he can only lift up one arm. Or if he can lift up two, you get an interception. And here's the thing that's tough where – Look, I have to commend Marcus Williams right. for being a competitor, for being nowhere near 100% and him to go out there and try to give it his all. He's got a big contract, Cordell, and and he got paid, and this was a situation where he was not missing games at all during his time with the uh, uh, Green Bay Packers, where this is such a thing that we're not used to seeing with a Marcus Williams. But it gets to a point where 
do you have to protect the player from themselves? Mm-hmm. Or is this a situation where maybe you limit Marcus Williams' snap counts because I can't take Geno Stone off the field for a significant portion of time. When, when he continues to find the ball time and time again, and you can easily make the argument that he should have had another interception yeah, yeah. in the first half. Thanks, Kyle yeah, where Kyle Hamilton ran into him, and Kyle Hamilton even went up to him and was, you know, talking to him at the end. You, you need Geno Stone out there. Yeah, and and look, they were out there together quite a bit. That's why I said I need to see what the what the snap count distribution really looked like because they played a lot of Kyle Hamilton in the nickel and let Geno and Marcus Williams be their deep safeties. My issue with Marcus Williams being out there, and like you said, definitely got to give him credit for going out there and playing through this injury, multiple injuries at this point. Um, definitely don't want to downplay that. But even if you were to go and say, let's play him in certain situations, the ball always finds you. It, the play finds you. It's tough to put a guy out there that isn't physically ready to go make a tackle if need be, especially when you got that guy at your safety. And at that point, it's either saving a touchdown or allowing the touchdown at that point. Let, I'll read one more here. Um, this is from at Doc So Dope. Um, says a complete letdown in all phases. They played like they thought the Browns would just lay down. Defense got diced up. Offense was stagnant and never flowed. And I can kind of agree with the notion that the Ravens played like the Browns were just going to go away because after that first half and the way things looked and how much, how, how in control the Ravens were going into halftime. Yeah. You probably thought that, especially with the Ravens scoring that touchdown to start the second half as well. I'm sure they probably in their minds were like, okay, this is over. I mean, our defense has been great all year. The Browns have been, have given really nothing all day. You've got a hobbled Deshaun Watson. They're already out there with, with, uh, without either of their tackles. I mean, what else do you need? And it just seemed like the Browns went out there and took the game, whereas opposed to the Ravens who, you know, put didn't the Ravens didn't put their foot on their necks. That's really what it boiled down to. Yeah, I completely agree. And I look at that drive which ended in that block field goal in the first half. Ravens led 17 to 6. They're driving. There's that fourth and two situation where they were able to get that defensive holding there, get the first down. And you just felt like if the Ravens were able to look, especially get a touchdown, you go up 24 to 6. But even go up 20 to 6 and you feel really good about your position. They get the block field goal. They're able to run it back for some yardage there. And the Browns, look, they they settled for a field goal, but it still makes it one possession where that's where I was saying, man, 17 to nine. It just feels like the Ravens were really outplaying them the entire first half for that to be a one possession game. It's pretty deflating. And conversely, if you're Cleveland going into halftime thinking, look, we just took a giant body blow, especially in the first drive with a pick six from Kyle Hamilton. And we were down 14 to nothing, but to be a one-score game, you had to be extremely confident in that Cleveland locker room. I'm sure Kevin Stefanski was talking about that. Yeah, I mean, and they played with a ton of confidence in that second half. I mean, it was really all hands on deck. 
And I got to be I mean, I, I didn't expect that from the Browns. I didn't expect the final score to be in the 30s for both of these teams. I mean, that that's that's not what was on anybody's bingo's bingo card. But that just goes to show you, man, these AF, these division games in general. I don't think it really matters what division you're in, but just division games in general in the NFL are a totally different ball game.